Hi, this is the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madge. As a primary care physician, if you ask me what medical issues induce the most intense amount of anxiety, besides the expected, like a cancer diagnosis, panic attacks, and chest pain, I definitely include the presence of genital lesions on that high anxiety list. I recently had a young, sexually active man see me in clinic for newly erupted spots on his genitals. Before walking into the exam room, my nurse warned me about how nervous he appeared. If he was trembling before I walked in, he seemingly began to near convulse when he first saw me. I thought you were a male doctor, he exclaimed. I get this a lot. My name can be rather ambiguous for many, and I completely realize that I do not fit the typical doctor stereotype. Older, male, gray hair, and glasses. If anything, I'm the exact opposite. After great reassurance and special finesse on my attempts to calm him down, the color on his face did gradually return back to normal, and he finally allowed me to examine him. With a simple visual exam, I was able to quickly diagnose and even treat and destroy these seemingly elusive lesions in clinic. He apologized at the end of the visit for his nervousness and, once he was reassured and relaxed, he even continued to ask me numerous other questions in regards to sexual health thereafter. In fact, I now see this young gentleman in my office quite frequently for various medical issues. This is unfortunately a more than common scenario that I encounter as a physician and have learned that sometimes these anxiety-provoking sexual health-related symptoms are just enough to put some people over the edge of insanity. It can be overwhelming, which is completely understandable, to simply not know or understand whether or not it's a sexually transmitted infection, especially when you cannot be certain of its potential consequences. How did I get it? Is my partner cheating on me? Is it treatable? Can I spread it? Is my life over? So this has reminded me of the importance of some potential educational opportunities that involve male genital conditions. So in today's podcast, let's discuss the top five. But before I go on, just a short word that truly makes this podcast possible. Did you know that you can buy ear thermometers that reads in seconds on Amazon? In fact, I purchased my own entire home doctor bag and contents on Amazon, and you can too. It's fast and convenient, and if you start from the banner on quickanddirtytips.com slash Amazon, you can help support our work. Just go to quickanddirtytips.com slash Amazon and look for the banner. Thank you for your support as always. So back to our podcast, the top five medical genital lesions. Number one genital warts. They are by far one of the top causes of both genital lesions and sexually transmitted infections, or STIs we call them. They are caused by the human papillomavirus, or HPV. Yes, that same virus that is also responsible for cancer of the cervix and females, yet often in different strains of the virus. These genital warts are flesh-colored, purplish, bluish, or brown, small, round, and typically raised, but can also be flat, bumps that are painless. The top surface may be smooth, or it may appear cauliflower-like. If you've ever had or seen a wart elsewhere on the body, most often hands, especially in children, they may appear similarly. They are often close in proximity to each other and may appear even in groups. 
They can spread on your own skin or to your sexual contacts quickly, yet are easily treatable with office liquid nitrogen application that freezes these spots and they subsequently fall off. Or an alternative, if the lesions are more than just a few, is a prescription topical liquid that you can apply on your own several times a week in order to destroy them until they fall off. Therefore, it's vital to stop them in their tracks to help prevent their spread. Number two, genital herpes. This is definitely one of the most top five commonly found sexually transmitted infections on the male genitals and is caused by the herpes simplex virus, or HSV. These are quite distinct when compared to genital warts. They're small, fluid-filled blisters, or ulcers, in which the top layer of the skin appears as though it's been lifted off. And they're painful to the touch. That's one of their characteristic symptoms. It can appear in clusters with surrounding redness. Swab cultures and blood tests for herpes are inaccurate and greatly confusing to patients and doctors because they are not very diagnostic. Therefore, the best way to diagnose genital herpes is really a simple visual exam of the lesions. Now, there's no cure for genital herpes, unfortunately. Once contracted, the virus lies dormant in your body and emerges to cause these painful sores during times of stress and or when your immune system is down and self-resolves as it withdraws and hiding once again. Prescription antiviral drugs can help shorten the duration of the symptoms when the symptoms emerge. However, they're not a cure. Now, is it the very worst STI to obtain? No, it's not. But it sure is quite a nuisance. Number three, molluscum contagiosum. Molluscum, like herpes and HPV, is also caused by virus, but from a different family called the pox viruses. Anyone can get them almost anywhere on the body simply by coming into contact with the virus, either by touching someone with an active lesion or by touching an object carrying the viruses. Kids compose one of the greatest populations of those infected with molluscum. However, molluscum is also commonly sexually transmitted when occurring on the genitals or the vicinity. They are flesh-colored raised bumps with a smooth surface and sometimes with a dimple on the top center. They too may occur in clusters and they are often mistaken for herpes or genital warts. However, unlike herpes, they are painless and unlike warts, they often have a shiny waxy appearing surface and are sometimes containing fluid within. Your doctor can either freeze these with liquid nitrogen or prescribe a topical solution that you can apply on your own to destroy them. Number four, ingrown hair or folliculitis. Not every genital lesion is caused by an STI. Ingrown hairs and folliculitis, which is inflammation of the hair follicles, are very common and not sexually transmitted. If you shave, wax, or participate in any hair removal in this region, you can expect either process to occur at some point. Folliculitis lesions are reddish, small bumps at the base of the hair shafts, and ingrown hairs are noticeable hairs that have turned inward underneath the skin layers causing inflammation and a surrounding red bump. Prevention is key in both processes. Therefore, attempt hair removal only after the surface of the skin has been thoroughly cleansed. Change your shavers often 
and strive to shave only in the direction of the hair growth. Mild folliculitis and ingrown hairs do tend to resolve on their own. However, if there's a presence of pus, pain, or worsening redness or swelling, it may require antibiotics. So seeing your doctor sooner rather than later is recommended. And lastly, balanitis. I saved the most common genital condition for last. Balanitis is the inflammation of the head of the penis, referred to as the glands. This inflammation often occurs due to yeast overgrowth. Just like women who get yeast infections in the vaginal area, and just like babies who get diaper rashes in the genitals, men can also get yeast overgrowth due to excessive moisture. Men who are not circumcised have a much higher risk since the foreskin covers the glands and it aids in moisture buildup in the region. It is not a sexually transmitted infection. It often appears diffusely red and it can be accompanied by a white cottage cheese-like discharge and even a yeasty foul odor. It is often very itchy. Just like the other yeast overgrowth conditions, treatment often consists of an antifungal cream such as over-the-counter clotrimazole 1%, applied several times a day for several weeks. Keeping the area clean and dry is also very helpful, allowing it to air as much as possible will aid in recovery. If you find yourself experiencing this recurrently, however, getting tested for diabetes is recommended, as diabetics have a higher risk of yeast infections and they tend to get them when their blood sugars are uncontrolled. So here are the key take-home points for today. Number one, most genital lesions are treatable and often curable. Number two, a visit to your doctor sooner rather than later is most helpful. Number three, most genital lesions are diagnosed based on visual exam. And number four, it's not the end of the world. And most importantly, Please use a condom every single time. Share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages, and you can even find me on Pinterest. But please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. This content doesn't substitute any medical advice, and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. I hope you have a very healthy week. 